So something that I don't freely admit to everybody is that I am for the first time getting through the Harry Potter uh, series. All of oh them. my gosh. I'm currently halfway through the fourth book. I don't like reading. We've talked about this. We've talked about <laughs> this is how... a point. This is actually a point of pain yeah, in our relationship. I have two books two. from you yes. on my coffee table. Haven't haven't touched them. I know you haven't. Yeah. I've committed you several times. You, <laughs> you, you will have. not. I don't know what it is. But when you do an audio book, because I'm huge into podcasts, that's essentially what an audio book is. It's just this big, long narrative thing. Yeah. I am loving it. Turns out Harry Potter is pretty good. It's a good podcast. I, it's a really long podcast. <laughs> I mean, the fourth book alone is like 20 hours oh of content. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm using audible and, uh, I'm very much enjoying it. So, uh, I wanted to tell our listeners that we actually have a banner on our website where you can go and specific, if you go specifically through our website and go to audible and sign up for audible, then you can get 30 days free. A lot of places you can get seven days free. You can get a 14-day free trial, but through us, you can get a 30-day free trial of Audible because then you can try it. You can listen to all 20 hours of the fourth Harry Potter book, <laughs> and if you don't like it, then you can leave. There's no contract, contract or anything. So 30 days seems like a lot. Seems like a lot of time to I get mean, for free. Yeah. Is it because all of the executives at Audible are fans of this podcast? Every single one of them. I, you know, I figured that. Yeah. I yeah. suspected that. I and got this, a, this is proof. I got me. a phone call, and it was like... Hey, we love your podcast. And I'm like, who's we? And it was like the entire advisory board at Amazon. I was like, that makes sense. I understand. Amazon? <laughs> Amazon owns Audible. <laughs> you didn't know that? Jeff, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, we jumped all the way to yeah. Amazon. All the time that he's spending on Blue Origin and his penis rocket, <laughs> he is he is listening to Nerd Critic. <laughs> Turns out he loves Nerd he Critic. He loves Nerd Critic. And he's like, hey, you know what Every we're going to do? Every time he takes a bick to his head, <laughs> he's listening to Nerd Critic. He's like, you know what we're going to do for you, CJ? And I'm like, what? And he's like, we're going to give you 30 days free. 30 days free to anybody who listens to Nerd <laughs> the Critic. The best they can offer. We were talking. Well, the beginning wasn't that good. I was just hoping that it would just manifest just itself. Going. Oh, you know? I tried to visualizing. You're like, I'm do you, better. What? Like it's right now is the best banter we've ever done. And then it would just turn into the best banter we've ever done. You know, I don't think it can while I'm moving my it, mic like this. That's oh, stop it. I'm sorry. It's the secret. It's the secret, CJ. The secret is that you just you have manifest. to believe. You manifest. Stop moving your mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get it closer to me so that you can hear me. Say hello. <laughs> Hold on. It's not real. Oh, yet. come on. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Nerd Critic. Uh, a, uh, it's a, we, okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm taking over. I'm taking over. You cannot be trusted. Uh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello and welcome to Nerd Critic, a podcast about big movies from a dual perspective uh, of critical nerdiness. I almost <laughs> lost it. I, was, I, I, I would have given it. money for you to have uh, lost it. I, I basically did. Uh, can I have some money? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Jordan. And I am CJ. Jordan here is our studied and credentialed critic. And CJ is our resident nerd with his Mickey Mouse shirt. Indeed. Um, I 
uh, today. I didn't come from work like I usually do. That's okay, but I mean, you're still supporting. So I'm, I am supporting. Yeah. I'm just letting you know I didn't go to work at WB with a Mickey Mouse shirt on. Uh, you should have. That should have. Maybe, maybe one day. Oh, that's the day that Endgame came out. I did wear a Captain America shirt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I mean, it's. Uh, it's I kind a little, of did. It's it. a little easy. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Endgame is coming out. Like, what are you? Yeah, yeah, do? yeah. I'm wearing my Star Wars shirt. My you favorite, are my favorite Star Wars shirt currently. Um. And uh, so we're just we're just we're representing. Yeah, I feel like you were saying something. And I cut you off. Well, we need to talk about Star Wars actually, because oh. coming up here pretty soon, Star Wars week. Star Wars week. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, uh, we've announced it in the past, but I think we might get a few more listeners on this episode than we've gotten on some of our co- past couple of episodes. I don't know. I. I'm not good at making these predictions. <laughs> I feel like I'm always wrong. I feel like when people are going to show up, they don't show up. And when I think they're not going to show up, they, they, uh, everybody listens to, everybody listened to our Lion King episode. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, continues to Continue do so. Continue to listen to our, yeah, yeah. our Lion King if episode. It, if it's attached to Disney, it I seems to do that really well. I episode is that good. No. So because we didn't like love it. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? but whatever. Anyway, Star Wars week is coming up, which means we're going to do, we're going <laughs> to do all over the place. Oh, there's too many things to there's, mention. There's so many things just, to mention. Just anticipate that lots of stuff is going to be happening yeah. for Star Wars week. Yeah. Primarily what you need to look forward to is we are doing Star Wars, the force awakens on the Monday before the, Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker, December out, 16th, December 16th. And then on December 18th, we will be releasing an episode about Star Wars The Last Jedi, which almost everyone has requested by this point. I mean... Because we always we've tease teased it. it. We tease, we tease <laughs> like it on like every episode. <laughs> we've teased it like 120 times. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then on Friday, on the Friday of the Rise of Skywalker release, we will be releasing an episode on the Rise of Skywalker. Indeed. So you will have those episodes... It will be a Star Wars week from Nerd Critic, and you and then we will be taking a break after that we for will a be. few weeks. Because the next week is um, is uh, Christmas, is Christmas, as it and, turns out, and which we do celebrate. So yes, so we will be having our Christmas vacation. Uh, we will not be doing any episodes of Nerd Critic. So, but you will have three profoundly good episodes of Nerd Critic no to pressure. bank <laughs> and to return to and to re-listen to. You know, you plan on going to see the Star Wars movie like sixteen times. We anticipate that you'll probably listen to the Nerd Critic episode at least that number of times. At least. At least. At least. You'll so prob- what is that? That's like 16 times 3. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, what is 16 times 3? Isn't it like Why are we doing 48? This? Sure. It's 48. So that's 48 hours of Nerd Critic listening. Two straight days. Yeah. <laughs> 48 hours of Nerd Critic listening. 16 times per episode. Uh, I should stop. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, Today we're talking about Frozen Dose, um, and I don't know how to start other than to say that I have been very excited and very nervous to do this episode with you today, CJ. Well, we... We haven't talked about it at all. Yeah. In case you don't know, the way that we start is we usually do a spoiler-free part, and then after that, we then do the spoiler part and we nerd out. Yeah. And then we transition into the the critical thoughts. That's yeah. that's kind of how it works. That's kind of how is that how it works? That's how it works. <laughs> Are you expo- why are you explaining this to me right now? Uh, was that insulting? Is there a, is there a larger you- point you're trying to make, or no, are you just are I was you just, just trying- trolling me? I think you're just trolling me. <laughs> I was trying to troll you a little bit. You were trolling. Uh, give I felt me, trolled. Give me, <laughs> give me your spoiler free reaction to Frozen Two. I hated this movie. <laughs> 
I hated it. I hated it. And I've been excited. I've been excited. <sighs> like I've been I've been excited in the way that you're excited to talk to tell something tell somebody something uh, about something that you hate. I've yeah. been that that's that sort of nervous like manic energy <laughs> of like just needing to get it out of me. Sure. But I'm nervous because I don't like to come on to this show hating things. Yeah, I yeah. Don't like I get that. I don't Especially like it. Especially something that like, feels, is like this. It feels a little lazy to mm-hmm. me to just yeah, be yeah. like, I didn't like it. It was stupid. Bah! You know, I'm like, sure. no, I feel like I want to give it a fair and balanced thing. I don't like coming across as the guy who hates the popular movies. Yeah. I don't, li- I don't like to, uh, et cetera. But honestly, CJ, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot restrain myself. <laughs> I hated this movie. And I don't even trust myself to be able to make a great case for why I hated it. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. But like <laughs> I just need to I just need to be honest that I I I I I didn't hate every moment of this movie. It's not like I had a terrible time from start to finish. I had a I had a terrible time for a lot of it, maybe most of it. Uh but 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 I did but I did hate it. I left <laughs> feeling pretty hateful so and i don't and i want and i mostly just i i felt like i couldn't ha- like for this finally now after <laughs> after on like doing a whole episode about frozen one and make and trying trying you know on episode 49 or 50 or whatever that was like a year ago to, to give it a fair reading of like why i don't like this movie and here's my criticism or whatever blah 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 and then like we returned to it and talked about it again <laughs> and like i felt like i you know mounted an even maybe stronger and more nuanced <laughs> defense of why i really didn't like frozen and maybe whatever and uh, then, you know i think you know whatever trying to be generous and thoughtful or whatever and then and then but in this movie i just i left the theater i was like i can't do that anymore <laughs> i hated this movie i hated it and i'm not even glad i saw it anyway that's that's my spoiler free edition <laughs> that was a rant to go down feel in the hall of fame excited of and guilty <laughs> right now i feel like sad and angry and like i'm pleased with myself for being honest at least anyway. so if it helps you uh i was on the phone with my brother after this move after i saw this movie and uh, he asked me how, how it was, and I gave my opinion, which I will give in a second. And uh, I'm feeling more anticipation. And I then he like asks, I'm tingling and then he asks, uh, he's, he asks, what is Jordan going to think? Because he's an avid nerd critic listener. He goes, what's Jordan going to think? What did you say? My response was, oh, he's going to hate it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I, am, I, am, I am legitimately comforted by that. <laughs> Um, because, because it also, I think there's, I'll give, I'll give a little bit of context for how I saw this movie too. Um, which wasn't the best of circumstances, but, uh, but I was, I was also afraid coming out of it. I was like, I can't pretend that I had anything other than a fairly profoundly miserable experience with this movie. Um, but I also don't know if I can be trusted, you know, like, I feel like I'm a pretty I, I've spent so much time hating Frozen One. Like, sure, you know it, it, it feels unfair. I yeah. feel like I'm I'm on, I'm walking in here unfair. Yeah, but I still feel this way. So anyway, okay. So I'm gonna let's hear it. I so I watched today, like an hour ago. I finished Frozen One. Okay, but you'd watched it before. I I watched times. it before many times. Yeah, yeah. But so I saw Frozen. I had Fro- I saw Frozen Two. Felt certain things, and so I went back to Frozen One. I was like, okay, is Jordan, is Jordan right about Frozen 1? 
And I was like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I was like, I got to, I got to figure this out. So I watched (laughs) frozen one and I, I really like that movie. I have a really good time. I think the music is fantastic. It's beautifully animated. I don't think that it's a a movie about sisters. I think it's a movie about what one sister will do for another. I don't think it has near, near as many problems. They dropped a little bit of hint for Han turning. Anyway, I love frozen one frozen two is a bad movie. <laughs> I want to weep in solidarity here. It's more, I know it's more fun for our listeners. I know like you when guys we enjoy love it, it, when we know when we fight. Oh, so I know that this would be well, a more fun experience if like you were like, I really liked it. And yeah. you like came with you armed with some sure. good defenses. And I was just like, wow, what? but like, honestly, I just I'm like, I, I'm like emotional here. I'm like so glad <laughs> That you feel that way. You're also you're also going off a little sleep, so yeah. maybe 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 the emotion is coming from a lack of a lack of rest. There there is that there is that component, but like uh, you know, and, and that does heighten my emotions absolutely. <laughs> like lack of sleep will make me love and hate more strongly. Um, it lowers my emotional defenses. But um, but <sighs> all right. So so before before we before we do this. Uh, I I am I am fully aware that I love that you also also I'm sorry you introduced that not by saying I I also didn't like you just said it was a bad movie it was a bad you movie. were so much more definitive about it I didn't even I didn't even make that judgment <laughs> you just like, said I, I hated personally it. no no personally hated um, this movie yeah so it 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 has I I there are a lot of things that I actually enjoyed about Frozen two uh, but but when I when I go to a movie and uh, especially a sequel, especially an animated sequel. I'm looking at it. And if it has a reason to be told, it's one of the reasons that toy story two was so good was that you thought there wasn't a really a reason to follow up with toy story. It was great. And you watch toy story two and you realize these characters still have things to go through, still have things to learn. And now we get to enjoy that. And it's great. This movie didn't do that. Anyway, I'm getting, I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, you're getting ahead of yourself. What, uh, what, uh, I, I wanted to say that I know that there is a, high chance that the majority of people that are listening to us right now really enjoyed this movie. I know. And I think so, that's one so of the I reasons want, my, my, my reaction is so, so strong, so strong because I know that I'm going to be like alone yeah. again I, and out in the middle totally. of a field. Yeah. I, because we posted bitterness. We, we posted, uh, we posted on our Instagram. How excited are you for frozen Two? a scale of one to 10. We got all tens, one twelve, and one zero. That zero came from your mother. So I am, I am safe to say that the vast majority of people that listen to this podcast are, were really excited and probably really enjoyed it because, uh, because it did it for somebody who is blindly a fan of frozen it did all the things that you wanted it to do. Uh, and so I am going to say that I apologize to those people, but I ask that you hear us out because we don't want you to, we don't want to trash on this movie and then you not like it because we're like, ha, 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 ha. we don't want, we don't want that. What we want is, 
We also we, don't want you to not, like stop liking us. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not that. Please keep liking. Keep us. listening. Yeah, and keep liking liking us. But uh, I want you to listen so that you can hear our side of the argument, and then you can go back to Frozen Two, and you can shut us out and be like, you know what? I just like this movie because that's fine. Because I just like the movie League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, even though it's a terrible movie. So I get it, and that's totally cool. But hear us out so that you can like kind of see it through a different lens that might in the future enhance your movie going experience. Cool. Yeah. I'm down with that. Are there anything, is there anything at all? We'll do the spoiler spoiler warning moving forward. Is there anything you want to nerd out about? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I have one scene. Okay. In particular that I unironically genuinely loved. And that was Christoph's eighties music video. It was awesome. Amazing. It was awesome. It was so good. I would, I loved it. (laughs) I loved everything about it. The only thing I didn't love about it is the context and everything that came before with their relationship (laughs) and after. Sure. But the actual, like, song and music video was so So wonderful. So good. It was like, I felt, I was like, did we, like, what, this was, this maybe to me felt like a punch-up moment. Like, someone else came in and, like, contributed here. (laughs) Hey, guys, know what we should do? Yeah, we should do an (laughs) 80s music video with Christoph, and here's how it should go. And I was on board. (laughs) I, I, you know, and that, you know, there's there's also uh, something to be said there for how bad of an experience I was having to get to that moment and be so relieved to have fun for a minute yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like really enjoy myself. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. I really liked it. I really, I really liked that uh, scene and, too. And there, I, there are other things I wondered about too, but I, that one definitely takes the cake. Takes the cake. Uh, I, like I'll start with the obvious, which is that it's a beautifully animated movie. I think as time goes on, like the, the, it's it's a classically beautiful animated yeah. movie because there are those there's like a lot of like Studio Ghibli stuff and yeah. uh, like a studio stuff that's really uniquely beautiful. But this was like this was a spectacle. And I hope that the reason it took six years to make was not because they were trying so hard to make the story so tight because <laughs> they failed, but that it was so beautifully animated. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. and it was just it was bonkers. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I wanted to nerd out generally about the music. I don't think it was as good as the first one, but there were a couple moments like I loved. Yeah. See, it's all tainted. It's, it's like, it's like, I want to say I love this thing, but what comes before it and what comes after it, it's all, it's all tainted. So it doesn't feel quite as genuine, but disclaim all of your admiration. Yeah. yeah, But I'm just going to go forward. I think the, uh, I think the song of Olaf talking about when I'm older, like all these fears, when I'm more mature, all of these fears are going to go away. It was such like Olaf's role in these movies is to be the worry-free side of a child. These are to be the comic relief, but like specifically to appeal to that kid that is watching the movie and be the, the comic relief to that kid that that song itself for me was like, so on point to how I felt as a kid. And like, if I felt scared, it was like, yeah, but when I'm older, I won't feel scared. Uh, and it just was, I, I had a really good time. I actually, actually mostly really enjoyed that as well. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. It was, I think it was the only, I think it was the only time in the whole movie that I really liked Olaf. And I was like, this is a, this is a fun character. This is a cool song. This is a cool scene. This is a, this is a fun thing to do with him. It's being executed. Well, it was a little bit long. It was a little bit, 
it was a, l- a little bit drum beaty, but uh, it yeah, but I, I I I did enjoy it a lot. I thought it was yeah. I thought it was funny. I, I I thought that the 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 button on it was really funny. Like that this is fine, and then you know yeah 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 <laughs> um it was good it, it was, was good yeah uh and I think like Olaf um has the ability to fall into the Jar Jar Binks category pretty easily yeah uh but even in this movie avoided it they they made him a little more mature so that he wasn't the same beat like you know how they made a minions movie and it made a ton of money i hope they don't do that with olaf because because it will or like a dory movie it's like no no these are great great like side beats i think olaf is a great side beef i didn't Really? really? Yeah. Finding Dory? Yeah. Did I love you? Finding Dory. Interesting. Yeah. We should do a Finding Dory episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Or just I, uh, Pixar sequels up. Oh, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought Finding Dory was lovely. Not as good as Finding Nemo, but still quite lovely. Um, yeah. No. I. I man. Uh, a lot of people like. You Finding need to be Dory. careful about know. talking about like things like you know. Remember when they made a Minions movie and made a ton of money? Like I, I'm gonna go on Suicide Watch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff breaks my spirit pretty, yeah. pro, pretty, pretty heavily. Uh, I, I I bring it up because Olaf falls into the minions yeah, category absolutely. for me, yeah. and it seems. Well, I mean, there was a there was a short. There was a there was a short at the beginning of Coco. A quote unquote short at the beginning of Coco that was mostly about Olaf, and that, that was there was an uproar that, about, and that was wrist cuttingly bad. Yeah, um, <laughs> I should probably stop making these suicide jokes. They probably may be not insensitive. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never been very good at this, but honestly, if anyone listening has had any issues with suicide, like I am not making light of it. I'm not, I just, uh, am making a really tasteless joke. So please forgive me <laughs> anyway. Uh, and I don't promise not to use the adjective wrist cuttingly in the future at some point, uh, adverb. It's got an L Y at the end of it. Yep. Adverb. So, adverb. Yeah. yeah. Even honestly, more unforgivable than making a suicide joke is using too many adverbs. So <laughs> I am really just digging myself a giant hole here. Just took a serious note real quick. <laughs> anyway, my point is this stuff depresses me. And uh, I didn't, I don't agree with you. I don't think Olaf was uh, always escaped the Jar Jar Binks thing. I think he was often cloying and tryharding and bad. He rode he rode the line, but he didn't quite land into the annoying category for me. No, oh, that's good. That must have been pleasant for you. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I, I think that, uh, but I do. But I also want to say that there there were uh, in 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 the sense of beauty um, or in on the on the subject of beauty. I agree. It was gorgeous. Um, I like the giant earth monsters. In general, I kind of liked the way that the elements were handled. I kind of liked the water horse. Um, I liked the little fire frog and lizard. Yeah, whatever he was. Not a frog, I mean, but what, yeah, whatever. He was like a gecko. Yeah, like a, like a fire like gecko. A fire gecko. Yeah. Uh, and the wind thing and, you know, whatever. It was, uh, it was yeah. neat. So the last thing I was going to nerd out about was actually the. Uh, despite again, they didn't go about it great, but the world was cool. I liked, I liked the yeah. idea. I like the whole world of like in, I assume it's in the, like the Swiss mountains sure. somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but like this, this like fictional world and the elements like, you know, having spirits or being alive and the, the tie between the humans and that there was this, these two different kind of races. Like I kind of dug and, and where they ended with, you know, with uh, Anna being with 
the the what's uh Arendale Leans? I don't know what to call them. The people that aren't basically let's say Arendellians. Arendellians. And then I, and then you have Elsa <laughs> who's with the other people. I want that to happen more often. <laughs> uh but I like I liked where it ended and like that that's a cool you know, I, I like the world that they built. I have some issues with it, but I kind of dug where it was going. Um, and I like I want to in a more positive sense. I want to be in the world more, uh, but I want to follow a story that matters, not the story that we be saw. Nice. That'd yeah. be nice, wouldn't it? All right. All right. All right. So we're 20 minutes in and we haven't talked about our big beefs. So let's start. Let's start out just like like a little like. Like just a little let's gentle. About, let's talk about Olaf. Okay, so he had okay. this song. He had this song about how uh, when he's older, things will make sense. Blah blah blah. Sure. Um, and at the beginning of the movie, uh, they the, he and Anna share this song about how um, some things don't change. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, obviously that song was to set up all the things that were going to change. Sure. Right? Yeah. Obviously. Mm -hmm. And then, by the end of the movie, none of those things had changed. Yeah. So my first criticism of this movie is that nothing cost anything. Mm. Like, by the end of the movie, everything was pretty much exactly the way that it was. Only way better. Only way better. Well, way better and... uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't, like, there There literally wasn't anything that changed in a significant emotional way for anybody. Um, we, like, I don't see, I don't see a qualitative difference between Elsa's return in the first movie and Elsa's return in the second movie. Yeah. They're the same. Yeah. And, and the fears of everybody are also the same. And the stakes... Uh, were fake because everything worked out easily and everyone and 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 nothing cha- nothing it did just didn't cost anything like usually in order for something to get better you have to lose the thing that is not as like you have to you have to lose what you currently have so you can get something better that's it's 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 narrative trading up right like it is our current it is situation luke losing his aunt and uncle exactly. to go on yes yeah we have a status quo and the status quo has to be shattered mm-hmm. so that we can get to a better, a new normal that is better. And in this movie, what we got was the old normal back with some generic enhancements. And that was it. That was it. There, yeah. was, there, was, nothing, there was nothing else. So my, my big issue with Olaf uh, is the lack of arc in that he sings this song um, about the, the whole, yes, the changes. That's fine. The things are going to change. They claim I get that. But then the, uh, the song that I was talking about that I enjoyed so much about yeah, this, like, yeah. when I'm, when, when I'm, I'm older, older, when I'm more mature, sense, things are going to yeah, make sense. I won't be afraid. The, I love, I love the idea of this new creature that it, that looks like oh you're older so uh, you know everything must make sense to you yeah. or like because that is that is absolutely a kid's perspective oh absolutely looking yeah. at your dad your dad knows everything yeah. everything right? will make sense yeah I will understand why and all then, things are happening and then for Olaf to go into the movie and then to learn that that's not the case but that that's okay yeah that's what I wanted yeah wouldn't that be that's nice that literally nothing happens Olaf like dies. And then comes back. 
And he's the same. And he's exactly the same. Yeah. And they and they like even member. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Now you're getting me getting me going. Uh, but the there was a there was a line when they bring back Olaf. There was a line that is that is the biggest plot cheat I think I have ever seen in any movie. Oh, I'm excited to hear what it is. Water has memories. <laughs> okay, that's a concept that you can that you can tell me. And, and that you can claim and that's fine. Water has memories. Cool. It's been through. I get like, I can follow that. Mm -hmm. But for that one line to answer every single problem that you come up against does not count as good storytelling. That doesn't count. You cannot do that. So you can't go and, and like, Water has memories. So we're going to see, first of all, Elsa saying, I want to know what happened to my parents. And she puts her hand on the ground and the water comes up and then it freezes and it becomes. This is what happened to your parents. They died. They drowned in a boat accident. How does that clarify anything? But also water has memories. Then it's like, oh, I need to go figure out like where my powers come from. You go, uh, cool. Your powers, you do another wardrobe change and then (laughs) bam, all of your memories are in water and all of the memories of the land. So all of your questions are answered because water has memories. Oh no, you're freezing. I'm going to throw my hand and up. The reason I'm going to shoot. Freezing is because your mom warned you that you would drown if and you, you went, went too deep. Too, and went then too, you went too, too far. deep because that's where the truth was. But then you drown. It was like, but, but what, but why? But why? Then like, she, what, like, where did all this come from? And then like, she goes and she shoots the thing to Anna and the, uh, and then oh, this that is my water, favorite thing this in the world. is the biggest w- issue of this entire movie. I want, I want so bad. Can I, can I just, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I just, go ahead. So, but again, I'll just say again, the water forms into this thing somehow a, finds her and, forms, yeah, and finds her and, just, but it's, finds but it's her in front of her. It's fine because water has memories. Because, no, yeah, well, obviously. And then the bigger issue, go ahead. The bigger issue is that Anna sees this still this sculpture of a single moment oh my gosh i love this so much this is so great this i've, is so I've great. vented to my wife hard but for this moment by the point by this point in the movie i was already filled with such disdain and like frustration and 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 in some ways outright sort of uncontrolled hatred for this movie <laughs> that like i didn't even care when we got to this point but like looking back on it, that it's, was it's for fun. me it was the straw oh really that broke my back yeah I was, I my back was already shattered by that point. So I was just like, oh, yeah, of course, of course this would happen. Of course you would do this. Um, so so, so she's looking at this sculpture, this ice sculpture that formed spontaneously just for her to communicate this thing, which, you know what? Fine, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. She's the other Elsa's, side of the bridge. Elsa's right. magical. She Yeah, she, she shoots this magical ice dart that <laughs> finds her sister yeah. and becomes an ice sculpture that then communicates this scene and the scene is uh her grandfather the the starting the war starting the war by by you know poised to murder the leader of this other tribe and first of all she has to recognize that it's her grandfather she has to divine exactly what is happening in the scene and then she makes this in just truly miraculous logical leap and says absolutely absurd i know what i have to do (laughs) How, and How in the world she goes, do you know what you have to do? She sees the ice sculpture and she goes, the dam wasn't a gift. It was a trick. And you're like, wait, ha- what? Huh? 
Yeah. I mean, we, I was truly like my, we, we, we I figured, physically came back. We figured that out through some excruciating exposition yeah. that we had to, that we had to sort of like make a lot of generous allowances for earlier. I am genuinely baffled as to how, and I mean, honestly, it's not really I'm baffled. I just don't straight up. Don't believe it. You just can't believe, you can't it. believe it. it. It is an unbelievable moment. Unless, unless Anna and Elsa have a, are psychically linked, which, yeah. in which case, you don't need the ice sculpture. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah it's, also it's true. A very, it's a very, very. It is a profoundly lazy or inept way to to get us from to from point A to the next point. Uh, I don't even know at this at this point. Point two, point A to point two. <laughs> point A to the to the to the orange point. Yeah. <laughs> um I I just don't I just don't there was I mean yeah I mean I I I think it's appropriate that that's the moment that that, that broke that was the the straw for you because I couldn't it yeah it, it was so clear. Like yeah. a, anybody watching the movie should be like wait wait a minute. How would she put that together? That that, uh, that seems that seems yeah. like a big big leap. That I mean it seems like you just have a chasm that you need to get across. Speaking of bridges and dams <laughs> and whatever else, like then you just decided she's just gonna know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it anyway. was a re- it was a really big issue. I uh, it was also the reason that it broke my back was uh, was because throughout the entire movie. Uh, it was this water, water has memories and, and it was, it was a movie that was writing a bunch of rules and then erasing them and rewriting them so that it was convenient Just for conveniently it. It's about, it, yeah, it's about convenience. Like even, even happen, little things, even everything would happen, even little tiny things like, like this, uh, this spirit, water horse that is vanishing and appearing because it's becoming water. And then she kind of wrangles it and then suddenly it can't disappear again. Yeah. So it just submits. It's like little things that, that that it just seemed like, Oh crap. We can't like, it's, it's fine. Just like ignore that. She'll do, she'll do magic. Yeah. She'll do, she'll she'll do magic. And then it'll, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, even if, if it had been like if there had been like, we didn't even see like a good, like, wild horse breaking scene like and that would have made frankly also a lot more sympathetic which she wasn't uh i'm gonna get into that in a minute but but in that scene we have uh this this like untamable water spirit which i think is actually really cool i i i dug it i was into that scene totally. i was like this is this is really beautiful I hate all the motivation that got her here. I still don't like Elsa, but this scene is really beautiful. So the and reason I'm, they used it is like the clip, the yeah, first clip they released. It's a really cool scene. It's a yeah. really cool visual image, and it, it's it's really satisfying. Um, it's a little disturbing to me when uh, a huge ice wall uh, broke apart and collapsed on her. And, and she, she was did, fine. And she turned out to not die. She's magic. Yeah, she's magic. So, you know, she's invincible, which, uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, I'm getting off track here. So here's an opportunity to show her uh, interacting with a wild uh, water horse, and <laughs> uh, and 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 convincing the horse to help her, you know, or at least not to harm her. And that process could have been a really elegant way to give us more insight into her character and to give us more insight into these this water spirit and all this stuff. But instead, she just. She just creates a, wa- a like an ice rope and like gets it around him and then and basically forces it to do what she wants it to do. And now they're besties. And now they're besties. It, it was like bizarrely abusive to me. Like I was just like, this is 
it seems like the solution here for Elsa is just to like make stuff go the way you want it to go using your powers using your powers yeah and that's that's like her whole thing that's like her her character is if there's a problem I'm just gonna make it better with my powers so what they set up in this movie was you have these four spirit elements and they were hinting at pretty hard especially when you heard there's a fifth one that's the bridge to all of them yeah I mean I think most people maybe not kids but most people were like eh, yeah that's her so they set this up like okay she needs to go and she needs to like bring together these four separate elements and make them not angry at people anymore. So what did she do with the wind? Do you remember? I don't remember. I it becomes a, it becomes a tornado. Oh yeah. And then she just blows it apart with she ice. She blows it apart and now the wind's cool. Yep. So the only one that makes sense is the fire. Oh no. Every single one of them actually. Okay. So we've got, uh, except for the earth ones, which she didn't. Interact she didn't. With. She didn't interact yeah. with at all. at all. And then the water one you talked about. The water one. She well, the water one. She overcame by with essentially uh, w- w- with a rope. Uh, with a frozen with a, rope. With a frozen rope. Uh, well, the word I'm looking for is uh, is is it's um, com- compulsion. She was she she compelled the horse to follow her. Same with the yeah. Sa- and then, same with the other two. You're sa- right. And same with the other two. Same with the wind, which she literally just. Forced to into submission, and then with the with the with the fire gecko, it was you're cornered now. I yeah. can kill you if I want. And he's like, oh, "Okay, no, we're cool." <laughs> she cooled him off. Yeah, yeah. It was like the whole thing. Every every single one of them. It was just like, "No, I'm stronger than you." Yeah. And so you have to do what I say. Yeah. And then it's and then that and then that's the reason that it was just it felt like and and then even further. And so the thing the reason that I have I'm having an issue with this is that it's not it's not that like she's you know exhibiting this like strong force of will over an inanimate object. Like we're given to believe that these are person, these are personified things. These are personalities. These are, these are, uh, volitional beings, including her sister who eventually she just casts aside on a, on a, you know, I mean the fact that she like sends her sister down a a giant ice ramp on a, in an ice canoe. Yeah. And then her (laughs) sister almost dies because of it. I'm like, at what point am I supposed to be sympathizing with yeah. this character? Because every single decision that she's made in this movie has been unbelievably selfish and like totally disregarding like anybody else. Like it, she is an immensely selfish character, just like she was in the first movie. Like I just I, I have the the reason I can forgive it in the first in the first movie she's an outcast. Yeah, everyone's it's, like, it's all yeah. it's all motivated by fear. And there's this there's yeah. this undertelling so, of and fear. And so you and yeah. so you accept that, and then she comes back and she's included it etc and then in the second movie it's like well i guess i guess she still she, just doesn't have any real emotional connection yeah. with anybody so so that that was actually where i was going to go next in that uh you start this movie and it seems that elsa is at the exact same point she's not at the same point she was at the end of the first one she's at the same point she was at the beginning of the yes, first one exactly where exactly. there's this thing that she doesn't understand that she fears she hears this voice she doesn't know what to do with it, but she's going to go after it, but she can't go after it. You know, it's like, I have to do it alone because I have to keep everybody else else safe. But when she does that, it puts everybody else in jeopardy. It's the exact same arc for Elsa. Yeah. Uh, and it's the exact same arc for Anna too. Yep. She's like, no, I love my sister. I'm going to help her. Uh, if you don't want me to chase you into fire, stop running into fire. Except Anna, it's the same thing. Anna turns into a, like just an impossible nag in the whole movie. She is, 
Anna is so unlikable in this movie. So unlikable. Every interaction with Elsa is, why are you running away from me? You, you know, how dare you leave me behind again? Every single one. She's like, she's, she's scolding her sister for, I mean, rightfully, but like all we get from her is that she's unhappy and angry not, with her sister. Not only that, but she reads way too much into yes. what Kristoff is saying. And then every interaction with Kristoff is just is, is her botching is, a proposal. Yeah, it, yeah, which is not which which is not funny. It's not unique. It's not fresh. It's literally just them like forcing awkwardness by forcing misunderstanding, which for which makes both of them unlikable. He comes off looking like an utter idiot I who has him. no clue about anything, and she comes off. Looking like uh, like somebody who just has no clue about anything and is al- also sort of mean, you know, and yeah. reads the worst possible interpretation into every single interaction. Yeah, which is like it's not funny. It, this is we're talking about. This is like a the, like a poorly written '80s sitcom. Like yeah. I'm not interested in this failed proposal. It's like I, I wasn't interested in it in the beginning of the movie, and I certainly wasn't interested in it two acts later when it's still happening. Yeah, it was the the fact that it landed the way that it landed was was just kind of sucked for me <laughs> because I was like, if you're gonna if you're gonna have him attempt to propose four times throughout this ninety minute movie. You know, then and then actually propose. So every twenty minutes ish, we're getting some kind of attempted proposal yeah. from Kristoff. Isn't it so funny it, that he can't pull it off? Like, for, no, it's not funny. For the, and then for him to just land with like, oh yeah, hey, ooh yeah, quick, just real quick at the end of all of this like life or death stuff. You want to get married? And it like wasn't a special moment. He didn't like. He tried yeah. so hard to make it a special moment and to have a moment, and then he just doesn't get it. And they say it just. It just it was a bummer. There was there was there was nothing about any of that storyline that was interesting. Like every single moment of that whole storyline was a just completely like what is the what, like like a like shredded cliche, like a like in a piece of old fabric. Yeah. <laughs> that like you found stuck to your shoe. Like the worst kind of cliche where like you you we have been living with these tired dead jokes for like two generations. Yeah. Like the last thing we needed was a bumbling guy trying to like trying and failing bumbling to get but it sweet. A bumbling but sweet guy yeah. who just can't get it right, and a girl <laughs> who's like offended because she keeps misunderstanding. It's like it's so tired. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, is that literally the best you could do for these characters that everybody loved in the first movie? Yeah, because they were at least a little bit funny and sweet in the first yeah. movie. Yeah, so I, I that's the reason I went back and watched the first movie was I was trying to figure out like. Because it felt it felt like you know Sven the reindeer yeah. probably I f- I felt more attachment to Sven in Frozen Two than I did in Frozen One. Cool. Outside of that, no, I didn't I didn't really care about any of them, and I was trying to figure out why. So I went back and watched the first one, and it was purely that that uh, that nearly every character other than Elsa in the first movie makes a decision. That isn't selfish. <laughs> like, yeah. like in that, and, and that is how you get me to enjoy, to like a character. Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you make a decision and you're like, well done, Anna, that was the right decision. Then great. Or if they make a decision, that's the wrong decision, but for the right reason, you know what I mean? Like, give me something, give me something right. Give me something that makes sense. Yeah. And that just never happened in, in frozen two. Uh, I also wanted, I was like trying so hard when I was watching this movie, I was trying so hard 
to to form a defense. Like I could see all of the holes and all of the things that Jordan was going to bring up. But if I could just form a defense and the, the, the closest I got was that the first one was Anna's movie and the second one was Elsa's movie. But then Elsa just was a, was a bad person in this movie. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, but she gets frozen at the end. But then I'm like, and then, and then, but then she's unfrozen and knows exactly what to do? Maybe this. Maybe the spirits told her she's got to get on the horse. She's got to go. Which she's got to stop the I, water I and never the flood. So, I have never been more upset that a city wasn't destroyed. <laughs> I want to tell you the story of Jonah. So, so Jonah was a prophet in the Bible who got swallowed by a big fish, as we all know. Right? This is Jonah and the whale. Whatever. So Jonah got swallowed by a big fish. The reason he got swallowed by a big fish is because uh, he went and, and, and he was told to go tell a city that they were wicked and that they were going to be, if they, if, they, if, they didn't, if they didn't shape up, they were going to be destroyed. And then Jonah, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't be going at all this. <laughs> Keep I, going, you're but there. I do, but I do love this you're story. There. Go ahead. I do love this story. And the story is uh, that Jonah was really afraid and didn't want to do it because this, the, the people in the city were known for torturing and killing people that preached to them. And he's like, I would prefer not to be tortured and killed. So I think I'm just going to let him be. Uh, you know, God, if you want to go destroy him, that's fine. I'm just going to chill out, not go in. And God's like, how about spend some time in fish and then maybe it'll change your mind. Um, uh, interesting God. Uh, anyway, so so Jonah, when Jonah comes out of the fish, uh, he's like, all right, fine. I'd prefer not to spend any more time in a fish. I'll go say what you told me to say. He goes and he says, hey, guys, you got to repent. Your city's going to be destroyed. And then, like, he, and then he ends up making it out with his life. And he's like, sweet, I survived. This is great. Now I get to watch the city get destroyed. And he goes up on a hill and he's, like, eating popcorn. And he's like, all right, anytime now. City's going to get destroyed. But then they repent and the city doesn't get destroyed. And he's disappointed. So um, that's the story of Jonah. So I feel like Jonah. I wanted to see that city get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long that was a long walk for a small drink of yeah, water. <laughs> it was a very small drink of water. I apologize. I just got excited about the story of Jonah because I think it's really funny. But anyway, um, and it was way more funny than this movie. Uh, I just uh, I was really I was like the 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 long walk for me was this movie and the small drink of water w- would have been watching their their city and their castle get destroyed because of the decisions that they had to make. And that would have been great because guess what? Then it would have meant something. Yeah. But instead, Elsa comes in on her water ice horse, creates a giant wall that the damn water collides into and then recedes away as though it never happened just to really put a fine point on the fact that really none of this actually mattered and nothing changes. Like, it's just, it was so, it was such a, like a, like a sort of a gross, weird, like just cancellation of everything that came before. There was also, also the idea that uh, you had these two separate people that were learning to live in harmony and they've had this, and then they had like a super jacked up past where like one side did some terrible stuff. Yeah. Uh, and with a lot of parallels from like 
the the white dude and the Native American. Oh yeah. And uh, and you're like, cool. There's going to be like a good like a good you know we should all live together kind of thing. Well, and then and then you have like the guy from Arendelle that like has been in this mist for 34 years and knows this woman yeah. that's in charge. And you're like, oh cool. Well, like they they can be together, but they don't. What they do is they separate entirely. <laughs> The yes. Arendelle guy goes to be with the other Arendelle, Arendelle girl. They don't live together in any way. Yeah. And now they both have two separate queens. One of whom came from... Came from the other side, <laughs> from Arendelle, who was half half this tribe, half Arendelle. Yeah. I get that. But there was no cohabitation, no coming together. Now, what I wanted to see was Arendelle to be destroyed yeah. and this tribe of people bring them in and they live together yeah, in they, harmony. They like, need help from the people that they all need. That would have been interesting. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it well. just, there was, there was, it just, it betrayed itself. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I want to talk just a, a little bit, uh, I think this is probably where I, where I'm going to end. Um, and I don't know how well formed well formed this is going to be, but I want to I want to try to explain a little better why I hated Elsa so much in this movie. In the beginning of the movie, I can just I can feel our downloads just going away, just one by one. <laughs> Whatever. Why I hated Elsa, and it's just like unsubscribe, unsubscribe. unsubscribe. <laughs> if our audience is all just giant Frozen fans, then they're the wrong they're, audience. <laughs> that's fair. I'm sorry. This is but not like, the podcast This for is you. not the podcast for you. <laughs> um, although I hope that, whatever. Once again, like CJ said, like if, you know, uh, I don't remember what you said, but you, you, we disclaimed it pretty well. Hopefully you just stopped listening if you disagree with us so profoundly. It's your fault if you're still listening and you hate us. That's true. Um, the reason that I hated Elsa is that she starts off in a pretty good situation with... Uh, with her sister and her sister's fiance and Olaf, and that's all great. And you could argue that maybe she's a little lonely because, like, everybody maybe needs a little romance. Well, yeah, that's fine, you know, whatever. Um, and so, and actually, to be honest with you, when she first started hearing the voice, I was like, there's some mystical chick frozen in something somewhere, and she's going to go have to rescue her, and then that's going to be her romantic yeah, interest. Yeah. And I was like... Uh, cool. cool. Let's do it. I mean, I'm a little disturbed by this idea of like abandoning your family sure. to go find love, but like whatever. Like uh, people I'll, do it all I'll the time. It. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and I hung on to that hope like the whole movie. And like I know I should have I I should have a hundred percent expected what ended up happening, but when it finally happened, I was so so disappointed that that's how it ended that I like I was it was like a physical blow I was like really Ugh. like really it was you all along <laughs> like that's the message yeah. like this is the message of of Elsa Elsa um had a feeling wanted to be true to her feelings went off into the whatever to do the whatever, the poorly constructed narrative, made a bunch of selfish decisions along the way to be quote-unquote true to herself, and at the end of the day, found a spirit of her mother telling her, it, the person you were looking for all along was you. <laughs> Could you create a more narcissistic character and a more narcissistic character arc for a narcissist. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, she goes and saves the day. Great. But like, my gosh, like what an incredibly unlikable character. I, yeah. I just, I think if there's, if there's any love for this character, it's because the voice acting was great. 
The music probably was great. I was in, I was so embittered that I couldn't even enjoy most of the music, and uh, and it was super beautifully animated. Um, and uh, you're writing on a lot of like a ton of goodwill from the first movie. Objectively, I don't think that Elsa is likable at all. I don't think you. I don't think that any part of her arc earns you likability or sympathy. And to say nothing of the fact that for the first 30 minutes of the movie, I had no idea what the conflict was. I'm like, I don't know where they're going. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why anything matters. I don't know what they stand to lose. I don't know anything other than that Elsa feels drawn to some mystery so and Anna is justifiably upset and Kristoff is coming off like an idiot. Like, that's all I know. Yeah. I know nothing about what's like... And, and and obviously we have a song from the mother in the beginning that that, that hints at a lot of stuff without actually saying anything meaningful. Yeah. Anyway, I uh, I want to end with the uh, I think observation that this movie is not a uh, it, it was not a let's let's make a good movie, but it was let's make a sequel to Frozen Two uh, to, to Frozen. I, I, no, I'm gonna fight with you on that. I'm going to fight well, with you on that. The people who made this movie... Want to make a good movie. The artists sure. who were behind this movie were trying really hard. Absolutely. And, I, and, I'm, not, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to imply that. What I'm trying to imply is that the, that the success of the first one and the specific beats of the first movie were uh, seemed to be forced into this movie. In that, you had, uh, you had Olaf, which in the first movie had a really charming... Uh, you know, the summer song about snow being in summer and that was fun and he's totally oblivious and yeah. he's totally wrong and it's hilarious. And you have the, a, another one of Olaf singing about how when he's older, yeah. everything's going to make oblivious sense. oblivious and wrong. You had yeah. a massive uh, musical number that won an Oscar and it was beautifully animated and it was a big wardrobe change and a big uh, coming to Jesus moment with Elsa uh, in the first movie where she builds an ice castle, you had the exact same moment in this one. Yeah. She had a wardrobe change. She was building stuff around her. It was a little more cerebral than it was just straight up ice castle, but it was the, the exact, and they built up to it in the exact same way. You had Elsa going off, uh, to try and figure something out. And you had Anna trying to chase her. I mean, it was, it was, it was just beat by beat it so many of the things movie. that they were like they were like ooh this did really good in the first one yeah. let's remake it so i'm not saying that the creators weren't trying to make a good movie i'm saying that it feels like a lot of the decisions were dictated by a different movie yeah and i think that is what caused this one a lot of issues yeah i i agree um it's impossible to say what the influence was, whether it was uh, whether it was sort of oblivious lack of creative ability by the writers, um, and just sort of like uh, un unconsciously returning to the exact same beats of the first movie, whether it was deliberate uh, rehashing by the the writers, or whether it was compelled uh, rehashing of the same beats um, uh, by the studio to the writers to st in the rewrites. Like, it's impossible to say. Yeah. But the reality is that that's what it was, that yeah. you're exactly right. It was a a total, like, retread of the same exact beats, um, but, frankly, worse. And not only just because of the first movie. I think like, if, if the first movie didn't exist at all, this would still be objectively a worse movie than the first movie. Yeah, I, I would argue and I would hope that some of the decisions that uh, would have been made about the story would have been different. That you could yeah. take the same concept... Uh, but it would have been different based on, you know, just 
basically saying that it's not attached to the success of any previous thing. So yeah. I, uh, I just, I, I, I noticed a lot of similar beats that weren't near as earned. Cause I love the first movie. I've yeah. said it. I watched let it go a couple hours ago and I'm sorry. It's fantastic. <laughs> And it, and it rightfully won the Oscar and I really enjoyed it and it still gives me chills and I am not the target demographic whatsoever, but I love that movie. The second one just didn't work. Have we done an episode on Moana yet? No, you keep talking about it though. Every time we talk, every time this, and that would be an interesting one because I don't love it. Okay. Every time, every time the subject of Frozen comes up and I get real salty and everybody kind of looks at me with like a little bit of. Of uh, you know being a little pissed off at me uh, for how much I hate these movies, um, I have to follow it up with I think Moana was amazing and did so many of the things that Frozen should have done, and uh, I still feel that way. And I also think that the music was way better in Moana, pretty much from start to finish. And so I would love to do an episode about Moana okay, and we'll talk about why Moana. Moana is so freaking good and why. Uh, and why when people want to love on a Disney movie about a Disney princess that, that doesn't fit into the mold of Disney princesses and actually does something fresh and original and important, that Moana is the movie that we should be talking about. It is so, right. so good. And also, lest anyone think that I am incapable of truly loving a Disney movie, a Disney musical princess movie, Yeah, there are Disney musical princess movies that I love. And I will always love. And I think that deserve a huge amount of attention and love. And uh, Moana is freaking one of them. And so I want to, we should do an episode about it. All right. Sounds good. All right. Anyway. <sighs> Thank you, um, Michael Bob Miller, for the music. <laughs> We're just going to end abruptly. We're just going to all of a sudden stop. Yeah. Uh, spare ourselves and our listeners any any more of this, this, this especially toxic if, especially... negativity. <laughs> Especially if they love the movie, I just, I, I honestly, just, I feel no. But for CJ, them. if anybody loved the movie, they're not listening anymore. That, then they, they, then you know, it was their prerogative to turn this off. And also, it's, it's good to listen to somebody who, who deeply disagrees with you. Yeah, it's a good true. exercise. It's, it's a good exercise for me to listen to somebody who really loves Frozen and and has good defenses of it. It's good. It's good for. It's good for me. So hopefully, if you're listening still and you love Frozen, I hope you're not offended. I hope your feelings aren't hurt. I, I genuinely hope that. I don't want yeah. you to feel badly. I hope you don't love the movie any less than you did. Maybe I hope you love it more I, by I, listening to, to this episode and refining your own opinions. Absolutely. More power to you. That's how I feel. Uh, we, I, we recently actually got uh, a couple uh, audio clips of fans talking about Frozen. What? Yeah. I'll send. I'll send them to you about this because, now because it was really recent. I and so I'll send them to you. Okay, uh, and we'll we'll throw them on an episode. It would make sense to throw it on here, but I didn't get a chance to listen to them beforehand. All right, we might. We'll we see. we might. Uh, we might. So if it's if it's applicable, then we'll throw them on. Uh, but uh, yeah. So Josh, thank you for sending those. <laughs> wow, that was. That was specific. I, I feel mean, like we have yeah, his to name's, now. His name's Josh. Oh uh, no, I was supposed to. I was supposed to refer to him as as something else. He oh, sa- he said Do I, I can... need to edit this out. No, no, he said okay. I can refer to him. It was it was a joke. He said that I could refer to him uh, as his name. Okay, that's good. Uh, but he also he also mentioned um, uh, Maverick Bumbershoot. 
Thank you, Maverick Bumbershoot, for the <laughs> That's audio. That's a pretty good handle. That's pretty good. <laughs> I am very impressed. All right. Well, uh, yes. Thank you, Michael Bonmiller, for the music. Thank you, everyone who is listening to this episode, who stuck with us to the end. Um, we we really appreciate you. We we really do appreciate you. Um, and and we hope that 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 we communicate the respect that we genuinely feel for you. Um, as as our audiences, not only of this show but of, of movies in general. Um, however you feel about Frozen, uh, and we you know keep the conversation going. You know, come hit us up on Facebook or wherever else, and let us know what you think. We, I, I, cert, I do want to know. I want to know what people think. As do Especially I. Especially if you disagree. Like, if you disagree, please let me know. I want to I I hear those you, opinions. Yeah, if you love Frozen 2, let me know why. Yeah, I, yeah I would absolutely love to know. Absolutely. Uh, and everybody, please remember to love movies like a nerd and respect them like a critic. And cut. Uh,